2: Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina.
3: And I'm Jackie.
2: And this is This Week in Skating. (laughs) Surprise, everybody! Hello! (laughs) We have Jackie Wong on here with us to talk about the Grand Prix Series that is starting up just next week. So, like we did last year, Gina and I thought it would be perfect to have Jackie join us for this look at the competitions. Yeah, he's out of hibernation.
4: I think he got out of hibernation for the Japan Open. I think that was your <laughs> first live, <laughs> what, what, do we call it live tweeting anymore, Jackie? What are you what calling it? it now?
3: I, I'm still calling it live tweeting. Uh, it it was It was actually not my first one. The first one was US Classic, I think it was. Um,
4: and and it was it was
3: a a little bit of a experiment on what we're what i'm going to do this season in terms of posting given uh the exodus out of x and the the new platform with threads so i i'm I'm gonna be double posting i'm i'm doing x and threads this season just to see where it goes i mean like
4: if one wasn't
3: enough yeah exactly i mean (laughs)
4: If one wasn't enough, you've got to add another platform.
3: Yeah. I mean, luckily, <laughs> luckily threads has a desktop component to it now. So it makes it a lot easier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, really when does. it was originally just app only, I was like, maybe not, uh, but, but we're, we're there now. It's fine. We'll see where it goes. I will run the analytics and see what happens. But like, you know, the, 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 um, the, the the reach right now is still on X because that's where most figure skating fans still have a presence. Um, Threads is growing, but it's not going to grow overnight that quickly, um, especially given that I think Threads isn't available still in the European Union, and I don't think that many people are using it outside of the US. I don't know. I'm not really sure what the demographics are geographically, but we'll see. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll do both this season and then we'll reevaluate for next season. Hey,
2: sounds sounds good. sounds good. Yeah, we're getting used to the whole threads thing. It's yeah. now become a process to okay, post on Twitter, yep. post on Facebook, yep. post on Instagram and post on Threads and just keeping yourself like on task with it because it's an additional platform.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
4: So are you ready for the Grand Prix series? Have you even looked <laughs> at who's competing? I mean, we're going to ask you about it. We're going to talk I about have. it here, so I'm hoping you've I have.
3: I have looked. I have looked. <laughs> uh, it's, it's an exciting season. I mean, look at it this way. The second season of the Olympic Quadrennial is always very telling of what's going to happen um, later on. I think I did... I looked at I, I looked back at the Grand Prix final in 2020 and I think seven seven of the eventual Olympic medalists medaled at the Grand Prix final including all three Olympic champions oh not all three three of the four Olympic champions so the only one who didn't was uh was sherbakova so that that was that was kind of interesting I mean it didn't win was Sherbacova um Kostranaya uh poor Drake out for Kostranaya um uh won that year but but Nathan won that year uh Sway and Han won that year uh Kappa won that year so that was a uh, very telling right and and if you go back to the history of at least recent figure skating that second season is often where you see a lot of that the the names really kind of be there um, and you know there there'll be some surprises the next couple of them but there'll be a lot of folks this season who will um you know be, be on the podium in Milano
2: yeah it's certainly going to be very exciting to watch that over the next couple of seasons as this all comes together but I think you're right about this season being the one where I feel like you get to see skaters making a move mm-hmm. like they're really putting it all out there because they want to be seen they want to be on the radar they want to be considered and you have to start doing that now
3: there's also something to um experimentation this season too the second season Mm -hmm. of the olympic quad tends to have the like hey i'm gonna give this a shot to see if it works and then like it works and it's great it doesn't and then they you know people go back to kind of what they're used to Um, so you know like you see something like a Kevin Amos doing Bolero right or you see you see some other uh, other kinds of those those types of like I'm gonna step out of my comfort zone and do something a little bit different just so I can figure out what what works and what doesn't work and 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 grow like that that is a, a telltale sign of that second season
4: yeah and I feel like The second season at the last Olympics was like, just start. It was normal. It started out normal, but then we had the COVID. And then the next two seasons after that were just totally not normal. Nothing was normal. So I'm hoping that this second season, and as we go into season three and four, that it's going to be that normal quad that we're
2: used to and nothing out of the ordinary. Boy,
3: let's hope so. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's hope that there's not something outside the scope. I mean, there are things. Let's let's be real. There are things going on in the world that are affecting yeah. the situation. Yeah. And so let's jump into a little bit of discussion. So just a few overarching things. Um, the Cup of China is going to be returning for the first time since 2020, which was just a domestic event. Uh, 2019 for international the grand prix final is taking place in beijing Four continents is in shanghai so china <laughs> is having multiple events this year after having none for a few seasons yep. we have the second grand prix series without the russians or Belarusians participating and grand P- uh grand prix espa is taking the place of Rust telecom cup Uh, News came out today that they're taking bids for the fifth Grand Prix for next year. So it's looking like no matter what happens with the decision, whether they're allowed to come in or not, they're not going to, there won't be a Grand Prix in Russia next year.
4: Right.
2: Either, based on this decision. And it's, I mean, the jury's still out on what's going to happen. But that, I don't have a crystal ball, so I have no idea.
3: If only we could all predict the future, that's not happening.
4: Yeah. If we all had a crystal ball, we could predict the winners yep. of the
2: Grand Prix <laughs>
3: events. Be
2: awful. But we don't. <laughs> no, don't You'd be
3: you be surprised. <laughs> be how, many boring, right? think, how many people think that I can do that and then when I can't do that, they like, you know, uh uh trash me for not knowing the sport. Gotta love it.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Jackie, <laughs> if I know anyone who's watched more hours of skating than you. I don't think I do. No, I mean, I, I, our friend Anne, we know has been watching skating for years, but the amount, it's not like over, you're looking at over time versus you have been watching consistently. Like, there's just, I mean, it's large quantities in shorter periods of time.
3: Very
2: large. And watching multiple ones like watching multiple competitions at the same time trying to keep track of everything i don't know how you do it but we're excited that you're going to be here to talk with us today gina and i neither one are going to go to skate america which is of course the first event in the grand prix series we'll miss some of those moments we had last year it was fun to watch you react to some of the stuff going on in the (laughs) rink it was great um, so mm-hmm. we had lots of fun, but let's start with the men's event. Let's look across um, the men's event. What intrigues you about this year's list of competitors? I mean, we are getting all three medalists from last year's Worlds back again. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, it's no one's retired
3: with, with the men, it is always a uh, a, a, like an embarrassment of riches, I would I would say in terms of just like the amount of depth that we see in who could potentially be on podiums at these grand Prix, who could potentially be on the podium at the end of the season at Worlds. I mean, um, Yuma Kagiyama is back, which is also very exciting. Um, you know, Shoma, yes. Ilya, kaomura is I'm sure like. Anchoring for a redemption after missing the world team last season. Um, Adam Xiao has been already kind of on fire this season. <laughs> um, you know, Bo Jan is back looking better than he was um, you know, already. Like there's just a lot of potential for, you know, just like the top 10 at worlds to be really good. I mean, you can you can yeah. even look at some of the like um the folks who are sort of bubbling under, right? Like I was I've been very impressed with Mark Gornitsky um early in the season. I mean, he, I don't think he's gonna like really make a huge jump this year, but like the consistency, if he gets at Quad Zao in, who knows um what what he can do. And he I I've always loved his skating and I think he has a lot to offer. Kazuki Tomono um, you know, had a had a great event, uh uh, you know at Japan Open, you know, uh, Andrew Torgashev looking good in the preseason, you know, Janan Cha, let me do that again, Janan Cha having, um, you know, one great short program, one not great free skate, and then, like, doing a, a, a good bit better a week later, like, there's just, there's a lot of potential for uh, really exciting skating from the men, and and it's 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 um and I I haven't even talked about everybody yet. I mean Matteo Rizzo, Kevin amos <laughs> I mean, there's so many people who could who could be up there.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's pretty exciting when you think about it, because you're talking about Mark gornitsky To me, he's been like a he's been like a sleeper surprise. Like mm-hmm. you don't know, you know, his name's on the roster. And you might not pay as much attention because there might be skaters with brighter lights next to their names. But he's the one that's been coming in and delivering and getting on the podium. So, you know, if someone, yeah, you're going to have to skate your best. You're going to have to skate consistently. I think right now we're so early in the season still for the seniors, especially. I feel like they're still getting their legs under them a little bit in some cases, I think. Like you said, with child, we're getting, you know, a good short program and not a great free. This is typical for this part of the season. Yeah, I know totally. sometimes mm-hmm. the fans get really worried or worked up about, oh, you know, this season's yes. going to suck. It's not going to be great. It's October.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs>
4: Barely October.
2: That's all I have to say. And they start panicking
4: in like August and September yeah. when they first start competing yeah, and they don't yeah, skate
3: yeah, well. Yeah. So exactly. it's
2: like, okay, chill out. Let's <laughs> I mean I mean the the the
3: the sheer fact that Jonan is coming in this season with two quads in his short and three quads in his three is like that is a sign of how he and his team are feeling about his progress. Like, you -hmm. know, his triple axel wasn't around, but like the the sow and the toe have been, have been, you know, pretty decent already.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a marathon. A season is a marathon. It takes more than one competition Mm -hmm. to determine how you're going to do all season. I would get concerned if it was four or five competitions in and the same things are happening okay, maybe we need to take a look at some of the stuff that's going on. But not, this is so early that, yeah. I mean, we've had, what, five Challenger Series events so far? or f- Yeah, it's been Napa. Yeah, I mean, we've only been through about half the Challenger Series events. We haven't even seen everyone. Yeah. So I think, yeah, patience is key for the skating fan right now. Yeah, I think.
4: I'm kind of excited for this NHK matchup with Yuma and Shoma. Oh,
2: yeah. In mm-hmm. front
4: of a Japanese crowd. I think that's going to be really good.
2: Yeah. I'm excited to see the matchup, too, between Kageyama and Uno. I, I'm just excited. I think just that Kageyama is back. Yeah. That he's already competed once this season at Lombardia Trophy. And... Got a victory there. That to me is a good sign that he's on the right track. Is he at the level he was at before he got hurt? No. But I am hopeful he can get to a good place. Yeah. With some more time.
3: I mean, and I think I think we posted a, a video of him doing a quad flip practice practice oh, during the off season. So it's like there's stuff there bubbling yeah. under. But like if you if you talk yeah. about the Japanese men. Five of the six Grand Prixs have a really good Japanese men's matchup. I mean, Skate Canada, you got Miura, Tomono, yeah. Yamamoto. France, you have Kagiyama, Shimada. China, you have Uno, Yamamoto, Tomono. Espo, you have Miura, Sato, Shimada. NHK, you have Kagiyama, Uno. I mean. And that's not to, to dismiss the other Japanese <laughs> guys, but like these are like yeah. the top, top, top guys. Um, yeah. and, and it just, yeah. It's, again, an embarrassment of riches to be able to watch these guys skate.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be like a mini, not a full, but a mini preview of what Japanese nationals could look like. Yeah. Anyone that goes to these, oh, yeah. these comp- any of the Grand Prix are going to get that they're going to get a little glimpse, a nice little glimpse into, okay, this is, you know, this is a strong contingent. And the thing is, when you have an embarrassment of riches, you can have a great skater, fantastic skater that finishes sixth yep. at nationals, yep. just because that's how deep it is. Um, So, yeah. Anything else about the men that we want to mention? No, we mentioned Jun Wan Cha. We did. Well, remember Uh, everything about (laughs) Junwa. I know. I worry about mentioning him just because when we don't mention him, he does very well.
3: I never not mention him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's cool, though, too. We've got some of the juniors are moving up to senior, like uh, Nikolai Memola, who kind of straddled the junior-senior platforms last year. Um, Yeah, I think it's going to be really exciting well let's move into the women's event and like with the men we're getting back our top three which is usually what happens during the ascendance to during the quad you know we're in year two of the quad we don't hear very often a big retirement so i can think of a couple in the back of my head that i kind of scratched my head about before but We don't get a lot of retirements during this time. So luckily, like usual, we are getting a lot of the skaters from last year's Worlds are coming back. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting, especially between the, like, Korea and Japan. There just seems Uh to be, if you look at Junior right now and you look at the qualifiers for the final, it's Korea versus Japan. Yep. and I think it it will be very similar, maybe in the senior, because the level of skating and just even the artistry of the skaters has just it's it's been building, and yeah. now it's like it's un, it's unleashed now on all of us, and it's pretty amazing.
3: I think if you look at this list, it is it is Japan, and it is. Korea, and then you have luna yeah. hendrix and then you have isabella vito and then you might have someone like a bridge canal if she can sort of get it back together again and you know it's 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 sort of that right and and you know if maddie skeezes mm-hmm. can can find some kind of consistency she could also you know uh potentially get up in that top 10 but yeah it's just literally just uh uh japan versus korea in a lot of ways um with a few other folks scattered about not unlike last year Mm -hmm. um and 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 i think it'll continue to be that way for for a bit especially given like you said the pipeline that that that's flowing in
2: oh my goodness it's it's crazy (laughs) the pipeline that's that's (laughs) that's flowing um yeah the the level of competition right now is insane. It's going yeah. to get even bigger, I think, over the next probably 10 years, just based on what we've seen coming up through Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Maddie Skeezes, you mentioned her. She had a great short program. I think it was two weeks ago. Was it Nepola? It was one of she
3: those. She Yeah. I know. Yeah. Or, or either was, that or Neville one of those. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Maddie skis has had a fantastic short program, like two weeks ago, if she can pair that with an equally strong free skate, I think she definitely could be in the mix.
3: Yep, It was not. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think, I think for her, it's, it's, um, it's always just kind of figuring out some of that, some of that consistency and, and sort of just like that mental belief, um, It's there. The jumps (laughs) are there. Um, and you know, you, you see her doing that generally stronger in practice than she does in competition. And so that's, um, that's always been, been a thing, but she's looked, she's looked stronger early this season than she did late last season. I think.
4: Yeah. And we have the return of Wakaba Higuchi. Um, you know, one that we got to mention here that, you know, she'll be at, uh, NHK Trophy and in France. Yeah,
3: yeah, we'll see. I mean, so she's. I know
4: she is a, a fan a favorite.
3: Lo- a lot of them have already um, done national competition, right? So we've seen a few of these folks mm-hmm. in regionals. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 US. There are a lot more buys than there are uh, mm-hmm. in in Japan. So a lot of these top skaters do go through uh, regionals if they're not, I think, top five the year before the top three i don't remember um this is um yeah i mean we'll see where where everything goes with some of these folks i mean i i think the ones that i'm interested in in really seeing where they are right now um you know you look at someone like amber glenn who's always been sort of bubbling under you, you look at someone like um young Yu, who had a had a just a you know kind of a super disappointing season last year uh you know with some personal life things and like it just it it, it, you you wonder where these skaters are right in this somewhat critical season um i mean a lot of people Mm -hmm. look at the season and they go hey do i have another two years under under my belt to Mm -hmm. like get to the olympics and make that push or does two years after this look really far away and and i think um that's also another thing about that second season that is very crucial is just people's decisions on whether or not they they push on and and that's also yeah. why you, you tend to see um some retirements um this season and i would not be mm-hmm. surprised if we see some big name retirements at the end of the season because you know two years is a long time
2: it is yeah, yeah. I think that the main players, the ones in the metal hunt, the ones that are consistently at the top, I'm not expecting to see a lot of retirements in that respect. I just think that there are some that are just going to call it a day. Yep. You know, Mm -hmm. in dance, I think there are a couple that could say, "Okay, this is this is it, which would honestly change the landscape. Yep. If... If, you know, some of the bigger names retire, it's really going to change the landscape. But what I've noticed, and we haven't got to dance yet, but in dance, age is a number. Because they, they just seem to be competing later and later and later than they ever used to. They would usually retire at like 28, you know, is usually the good age, 28 to 30. And now some are in... Well, I mean, Takahashi has made it so that mm-hmm. you can you can do I mean, the, it as, the as
3: whole, long the as you whole, want to. The whole dance podium last year was uh, at Worlds was in the 30s, first time ever.
2: Yes, yeah, crazy, that was pretty cool. All right, is there anything else we'd like to talk about with the women, or are we ready to move on to pairs?
3: Let's move on, or else we'll be here all night.
2: <laughs> well. Let's
4: move on to the pairs where this time you really can't say that we have all of the world medalists competing because we do not have Alexa Kinnear and Brandon Frazier competing for the grand... in the grand prix series but i don't think we're seeing them at all this season nope. and who knows when we'll see them again if we are going to see them again they did not announce that they have retired but
3: i i so was we su- don't
4: really
2: I, know
3: i was surprised there was no announcement to be honest mm-hmm. so that i mean that <laughs> there'd be conspiracy theorists <laughs> here but that that in itself feels like a sign that they didn't say anything i don't know it's just it's good it's it's interesting with them i mean i saw them uh during the off season on stars on ice and like both of them were doing solo mm-hmm. solo jumps during warm-up and i'm like i don't think you're competing this season <laughs> but you are still deciding that you need to do some training <laughs> here uh so that was that was interesting. yeah
2: if you think about it, if you're a competitive team and you were going to take a season and not compete, this would probably, last this season the or season. this one would probably, this, this would be the yeah. time. You would not yeah. wait until next year because next year is the, we're going to jockey for position and really get into where we're going yeah. so that we're ready for the Olympics. This is yeah. the season that you say, we're going to not do that. We're going to stay back. We're going to, you know, lie low for the season.
4: Yeah. And next uh, season we do have worlds in Boston too, so <laughs> I, you know, if that plays into their decision in any yeah. way, you know, I don't know. Do they want to be world champions in front of a home crowd? I don't know, but maybe something yeah. to consider. We'll see. Yeah,
3: pairs will be pairs will be interesting. I, I, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, without Kinnear and Fraser, you would think that. Mira Kihara are are sort of far and away the the team, right? But, um, you know, we saw last season that there was some really surprising movements. I mean, Conti and Machi having started the season in their words being like, we are really happy to have two Grand Prix events and then going to Worlds and skating the way that they skated and, and taking bronze. Like, you know, there could be others of that, right? Um, I mean, you you got to look at Mirakihara, Katsimachi, Machi, of Disha, lot of Disha. I i the 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 one competition that they were at earlier, just through the screen, it looked like they have really worked hard this season, uh, this off season, to work on some of the things, right? That um. That they that they knew that they needed to work on and and to really kind of um, give no chance for the judges to be like no you're deficient in X or no you know these other people are better at Y um, it's just I mean the 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 sheer will of of those two and and I'm no doubt uh, 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 you know attributing that to Diana Stellato and her. <laughs> and her just like bottomless motivation to improve. I mean, it's just it's pretty amazing. It was it was it's great to see them um, continue to take it up uh, a notch uh, for this season. And and you better believe they're they're right there in it. And then I think the the ones who, for me, have been impressive so far is Hase and Volodin, Minerva Hase. Um, coming back after uh, Nolan Seeger retired a couple years ago, and she was kind of like trying to figure out what she's going to do, and now she's in this new partnership that that looks to already be, you know, on par with, if not going to be stronger than her old partnership. So it's like there's a there's a lot of really really solid pairs this season um, already. Whereas if we talk, if we flash back 12 months ago, we were all looking at these pairs being like, Ooh, what's going to happen this season. Right. And, and the, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the result is during the six months of the season, there actually became like a lot of big improvements in the pairs event. And it's now crossed over to this season with, you know, a you can look at this list and you got eight to 10 pairs that, you could say are you know very much uh, in, in the hunt for a lot of different things
2: yeah I think that that's definitely true there's a lot of I think good energy coming from what we've seen so far on like even just in the junior Grand Prix and I think that's going to carry over into this as well um what you said about um Deanna and Maxim I feel like there's a fire there based just on what I've seen so far I think there's definitely a fire there I I think oh, you're there's right. a
4: big fire there she just seems so determined and I don't want to even I'm going to mention the age okay at 40 She is just looks better than she ever did. And that's what's just so impressive about watching them. I know we hate we bring up the age so much, but that just watching her and realizing, you know, how long of a career she has, you know, I guess because she didn't, you know, she took she retired in there. But just looking at like she was competing back how many years ago now 2000s. when some of these skaters weren't even born <laughs> well, and here mean, she is i you know
3: i mean that's that's also the thing when when she came back in 2016 everybody saw that and was like oh wow this is such a great story right and and i think i i would imagine 90 95 percent of people were like she's got a couple years and now seven mm-hmm. years later, as you're saying, Gina, she is better than she has been. And
1: mm-hmm. it's,
3: it's, um, it's, it's a testament to her, her training, her willpower, her motivation. Yeah. And, and just like being smart about her training as well, right? Like she, she she's a, she's a pair skater, like she gets thrown around, yeah. right? and And she's, she's able to um have the recovery and and do all the things that she needs to do to 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 just to stay healthy
2: yeah i think it's um i can't imagine wanting to be a pair skater i just can't even thinking about i would not want to be thrown around there's no way like it's just not something i would want to do
3: i got thrown i got thrown for an axle once and it was terrifying terrified
2: yeah see (laughs) yeah i just think that it's that if you are a pair skater if you are a woman and you're a pair skater you are fierce and there's a level of respect that i have for you that goes beyond because i could not even if i was in fit shape uh, the being thrown is the last thing that i would want to do
4: I'm scared to even jump now
2: in <laughs> my age because I'm,
4: yeah, like, oh, I'm going to hurt something. But I do have to say, I wouldn't mind being lifted around the ice. Oh, as I would. As long as I felt like someone was holding <laughs> me, I wouldn't mind being lifted around I just w- on
2: that ice. I
3: would also be terrified at it. Um, I, I, yeah, I,
2: no, think... I don't yeah. like heights. <laughs> I do <didn't> want. To... <laughs> I, like I,
3: as, I, as I'm looking at this list of pairs, I, I do think there's, there's an interesting sort of. Um, theme around uh, pairs that are that are uh, composed of skaters who are formerly good pair skaters with others other pair skaters <laughs> mm. <laughs> so <laughs> that is to say new partnerships but also like the 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 um, the sort of interesting like you know Mateo Guarise, you know continuing his his um, mm-hmm you know, pair's career, right? And uh, on the other end of the spectrum, Sumitada Moriguchi, you know, continuing yes. with a different mm-hmm. partner, right? And now in the senior ranks, um, probably because of the whole like age rules thing that has been wreaking mm-hmm. havoc in the junior ranks. Um, but like you, you look at every single one of these fields and you have somebody who was a pretty good pair skater before with somebody else with somebody Mm -hmm. new who is kind of new Mm -hmm. to the sport or not new to new to the discipline so um the the uh the 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 sort of switcheroos that are happening i mean like chung Pung coming back after a a really pretty long career um with a couple of other pair partners um and now with somebody else right like all all of those i think they, they they make for um very exciting debuts because you've got at least one of those partners who have been through uh you know kind of veteran status in Paris.
2: Yeah, I'm they I agree with you. I think it makes it really exciting because you don't know how they're going to do, but you have to think that the experience there is going to be helpful in helping them get their partner transition to this high level of competition. It's going to take a little bit of time. Um, But I think it's going to, I think it's going to be exciting. I'm more Mm -hmm. excited about this year's Grand Prix series than I was last year. Although I enjoy it, it is a discipline that I'm least comfortable talking about. But I, I do feel like I have a good idea of what looks good and what, looks like it's not working. I think that's something that's very obvious.
3: Should, should we switch to the discipline that I'm least comfortable talking about?
2: Yes! <laughs> yes I, think, I think that's a good yes. segue. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I, ha- I have even le- less of a confidence in talking about this year's field of, of ice dance um, than I did in previous ones. I don't I don't I don't think the pecking order is going to maintain itself this year
2: no okay no well before
4: we go into the the grand prix series have you watched any of the 80s rhythm dances yet and what are your thoughts
3: I have and they're very campy um sometimes good campy sometimes not so good campy uh but I mean I, I I do I do I you know the whole point of Not the whole point. One of the reasons why um, the ISU has picked the types of uh, music and tempos and so forth that they have for the rhythm dance is to broaden the sort of mass appeal of it. And I, I do think it's kind of working. I mean, I I like um, having people skate to. Stuff like this actually, I think, helps people maybe get into it a little bit more.
2: I'll be honest. (laughs) I wasn't sold on it at first. Because the 80s is the decade that I really grew up in. And I was concerned that (laughs) it would... Well, I didn't understand, I guess. Why would you pick the 80s? I mean the music is fantastic but even looking now there could be even more variety of music chosen. I feel like in some ways some teams played it a little safer than others because they went with something a little more mainstream when there are a lot of selections that could have worked just as well and been a lot of fun. Um, So I'm I am a little disappointed in some of the music choices myself. I wasn't sold on this in the beginning because I wasn't sure how it would play out. I am having a lot more fun with it than I thought I would. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of programs that I really, really enjoy. Um, And I understand what the ISU is trying to do. Um, And I do appreciate that the skaters themselves really seem to be into it all of the skaters that i've spoken with like at lake placid or dallas they're super excited about it they they couldn't wait to do it
3: and they're all like this is my parents music and then we look at we look at it
2: (laughs) i want to be at nationals and see what the crowd does then i I guess maybe that will help me understand if it's a success or not
3: i'll be interested to see what happens at um at at skate america um I do think that there's yeah. there's something about '80s music that is a it's a little not a not a little I think it's actually a lot American centric. Um, yeah, and and that that's the thing about that was a that was one of the first things that popped into my head about this the like the '80s genre, and I'm like like are you picking this because you want like American 80s music or are you are you picking this because you want 80s music from around the world um which is like you know like I I don't understand what what that would mean in terms of mass appeal um and also like what does mass appeal actually mean like 80s music yeah you
2: know
3: in one country is going to be totally lost in a, uh, uh, on 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 another country. Like it just, it's one of those sort of things.
2: Yeah, I think if you look at um, the French team Evgenia Loparva and Jeffrey Brousseau, they are doing something that is different than pretty much any other team because they just they went with an artist that's from Quebec. Her name is Melanne Farmer. And their rhythm dance is not like anyone else's because it's it's, just, it's very different. And it's yeah. hard to explain without actually like showing the video. Um, I appreciate what they're trying to do because I think it stands out. But I look at the decade and know that it started with the end of disco and the start of rock and the punk movement. And then there was a big pop surge, the hairband world... <laughs> And ended with the start of techno. And there have been teams that have picked some techno, which I've appreciated. A lot of the junior kids, I think, were a little more outgoing with it. I think mm. the senior teams, probably based on what I've seen so far, are just kind of like, okay, we got to, this is great. We can do all of these things, and yeah. we're going to stick within this box.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: How how uh, I will be interested in what happens at Skate America. I I mm-hmm. wonder. What I want
3: I want to know if anybody's going to take a deduction if the if the music that they picked was actually from like
2: 1991. <laughs> I've been checking,
3: I, I honestly. No doubt. <laughs> oh, have you been checking? I was like. I, I was like, I have no doubt mm-hmm. somebody's going to pick something from, like, 79 or 91. And it's like, no,
2: that's mm-hmm. not- You have to be very careful. And I will look at the list and be like, I'm pretty sure that came out in 1990, but I'll have to go check that out. Um, well, I, I know the Italians
4: mm-hmm.
2: started with... Something involving Adam Lambert, I think, and the Glee cast. And I'm thinking those were definitely not (laughs) from Yes. (laughs) And I went and looked and actually read the rules, and it did say that the music could be remastered, but you you couldn't use it. Yeah. Remastered remastered, as in Death Leopard's releasing Pour Some Sugar on Me on a new album. Like, right, but it's been like cleaned up and sounds yeah. better. Yeah. They yeah. could do that, yeah. I think. But they can't do
3: it's like it's not the Mulan uh, version of Material Girl, right? Like that.
2: No. that is not right. what you can do. <laughs> right. No, definitely not. So we've seen most of these teams out on the Challenger series so far, with the exception of a couple. Um Madison Chalk and Evan Bates, Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier, which I think a lot of people thought Piper and Paul were going to retire after last year, but no, they're firmly in for this season. They, yeah. they, yeah, they made that very clear and that's, you know, and of course, um, yeah, those, those two, we've seen nothing yet. Heard nothing really. Yep. It's been very quiet.
3: Not even a preview video.
2: Well, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, Piper and Paul did announce what
4: they were skating to, right? But Madison and Evan, we have no clue. Yeah. no idea. Not surprising.
2: No, they keep things pretty close. Yeah,
3: yeah. And
2: Great. they're choosing, Madison and Evan are choosing to start this season like they did last season at Skate America instead of doing a Senior B or the Challenger Series ahead of time. Yep. And I remember last year at Skate America that they actually lost the free dance to Caitlin Huac and Jean-Luc Baker. And I, they didn't have a lot of, like, yes, the program looked new, but there weren't a ton of, like, mistakes that were super obvious. So I think it can be a gamble, but I think... They must have decided in their minds that okay, we're just gonna. This is what we're gonna do.
3: I mean, they they were um, they were just rusty, right? Like they were they they're, yeah. they weren't as precise. Um, their their patterns weren't as big, you know, all all of that sort of thing. It it actually reminds yeah. me of um, over the, over the weekend at Japan Open, um, which Jason Brown debuting his his free skate, and and he was, I've never seen him skate. That messily, um, and like I think with with the rest of the season, it's going to be a great program. But like he he was he he's he's taken a lot of the the off season off, right? And this is a brand new program, and he's Mm -hmm. still trying to learn it. And and you know, people look at his components and are like, why are his components not you know the highest? It's actually because like he tripped a few times. He you know like you look at some of some of his Mm -hmm. turns and all that stuff it it was not as as precise and it's it's one of those things where you know that that was actually very evident um uh in that program but you know i'm 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 glad he i'm glad he 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 started the season right um and he's not going to be in the grand prix and you know first thing is going to be national so it's um it, it gives them it gives them a bit of a fire that's lit under him i think but same thing, you know, same thing with Madison and Evan last year when they had those couple of Grand Prix where they were like, I don't know what's going on and, and lit a fire under them and Grand Prix Final was like the start of really the, the real start of the season for them.
2: Yeah. They they just needed the time. Yeah. They were they were it was later than usual. And like I said, we haven't seen them or Piper and Paul, but we have seen every just about everybody else. Not I mean not every single team, but most of the other top teams we've have, we have seen.
3: And it's been topsy turvy.
2: It has been incredibly mm-hmm. okay. In ice dance, it used to be that you could count on well this team was third in the world and this team was sixth in the world, so the third place team in the world the next season is going to beat the sixth place team. It's been a real adventure, I have to say. It's exciting, um, but it's been a real adventure so far because starting right at Lombardia Trophy and Caroline and Michael Parsons, Mm -hmm. they were in the top six in the world last year, did not have the best performances at Lombardia Trophy, did not medal. Teams that they had... Beaten at last season, beat them easily at Lombardia Trophy. But I mean, that I think
3: also not very different from what they what what they did to start last season either, right? Like if you remember exactly, I think it, was it Finlandia that um, I remember? Greg Zerline telling me this. He, he, he was like, yeah, they just had to go out there and do something, and then like.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, a couple of weeks later yep. it was they were a different team. Like they just needed that yeah. they mm-hmm. needed that kick and, yep. and, and that's sort of what happened.
2: Yeah, and they um were supposed to go to Napala, did not, yep. they withdrew from Napala. I think that was probably wise to get yep. back and be able to refocus and fix things. That's why some teams need to go and do these other events in order to be more prepared for the Grand Prix. Yeah. um but then it, again like what a week or two later we have uh nebelhorn and Le and laga don't skate the way that i expected them to although i will say their rhythm dance is one of the most fun um performance uh programs and season did not skate well did not medal. And then the biggest thing, um, I did not get to watch Finlandia Trophy live. So I go to look at the results and (laughs) I'm looking. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what? Seventh. Okay. But they seem to really take it in stride and they came back and won the free dance the next day.
3: But like that—that that wasn't that the uh, Lolo and Nick was not a matter of I think lack of preparation. It was a freak fall in the right. in the rhythm dance. Yeah. Like they had they not mm-hmm. fallen, they yeah. would have won the, the competition just fine. Yeah. Whereas I think the other two you were talking about were a little bit more of like, a, hey, what what are we doing right now, and you know, do we need yeah. to regroup? Um, you know, on the other hand, you got like a Peyton Bai who who is coming in real hot this season. And like, who would have mm-hmm. thought that they are. of of all the American uh, ice dance teams, they would be going into the Grand Prix series as the top American team in in score of the season?
2: Well, I think the capability has been there. It's just as you talked about with the Japanese men being a wealth of rich, you know, riches. We have that in ice dance. We have, yes, we have, you know, Chalk and Bates. We haven't talked about Hawaii and Baker yet, but I know we will. Those are two really strong and have been very strong teams. There is this next group that have been perceived as this next group of skaters where you have Peyton by, you have uh, Carrera and Panamareco, McNamara, Spurudinov, Zingas and Kolejnik, the Browns. Like there's this whole list of other teams that are very competitive with each other. And Braddy in Somerville is another one, you know, and that's not even, we have even more teams that just formed over the last season or two that are all in there. It's a very, very deep field is I guess what I'm trying to say in the U S we're very, very lucky um, to have such a deep field. Um, And yeah, on any given day, the results can shift. Um, but no, I didn't know that Peyton Bay would be the highest ranked <laughs> team. You just... I think it just... In talking about the three teams that I mentioned, even with Nick and Laurent having the freak fall, I, it just goes to show that mistakes like that are going to be very costly. and the resu- And the results are going to be a bit unpredictable Yeah. if things like that happen. Um, I think consistency is going to be really important. But I think we have to mention Caitlin White, Jean-Luc Baker, of course, did not finish the season after their Grand Prixs. Um, they're back, or at least they have assignments. It looks like they're training i'm not sure what to expect from them this season other than i know they're incredibly hard workers
3: i think they're the type of team who would not compete unless they're ready so Me too. I for agree. for <laughs> for them for them to be you know announcing on social media that they're back you know all of that sort of thing right it it speaks to a level of i think potential confidence that um
2: mm-hmm. you know
3: hopefully bode's well, well for them but you know I think there there is just a lot of just like people are excited that they're back um they're they're a very mm-hmm. beloved team and and uh you know I I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them back on the ice
2: Me too I feel mm-hmm. like Nationals last year was a lot of fun because it was very very competitive I'm looking forward to having them back because they bring something to the ice that isn't a you don't see in all every team brings something different, and what they bring I was missing from Nationals. So I'm looking forward to having them back on the scene this season. Well, I think we also have
4: to mention Lila Fear and Lewis Gibson, who have been looking pretty good here early this season. And I don't know what you think, Jackie, of their rocky free dance um, i need
3: more i, I need more people... time with it i need more time with
2: it <laughs> you know what jackie i i support that because i'm not 100 percent sure what i think yet either i applaud them going out and doing something very different i'm not sure I, I mean i wondered at first what the judges were going to think of it and they seemed to be happy with it yeah so it's different it's not it is different what we've seen
3: i do think there's something about their particular performance quality that doesn't necessarily translate on screen Um, I remember watching them a couple times in person being like, oh, wow, this is a different kind of energy than I thought it was. Um, Just looking Mm -hmm. at the screen, right? Like um, technical stuff, notwithstanding, you know, kind of looking at just purely their, you know, the way that they project, the way that they sell the program in person is very different than what you see on on the screen.
2: Yeah, I remember seeing them very early on in their partnership and that I can, even just from editing pictures, it is very different in person than what you get when you're watching it on a screen. And there are some teams that that is just how they are. There are some skaters that that's how it is because I can remember watching certain performances and thinking, why is everyone crazy about this program or this skater? And then I see them in person and it's like, Okay, I get it now, mm -hmm. because there's something that comes across in person that you don't get watching on a screen. Yeah, so I think we've covered all of the, I think we've covered it. Um, I'm really excited for this season to start. I'm still bummed I won't be at Skate America, Jackie, but I know that you will. You will get to experience it. Yeah, I'm bummed too, that I won't
4: be there either. You know, work gets in the way. I've got to cover a work conference and stuff, but I will try to be on the pulse and, but making sure I check in with you on social media to see what's going on. Well,
3: you'll you'll have to live vicariously.
1: Let me I see will. You
3: there. Yes. We will.
2: Mm-hmm. Someone will need to make sure that you get your chicken nuggets, <laughs> tenders, chicken tenders. Oh, wait, it's tenders. tenders,
4: chicken tenders, tenders. tenders. There's a
2: difference. Are, th- are they? Is there really a difference there is a between difference. chicken?
3: There is a difference.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. I stand schooled in the world <laughs> well, of fried chicken items. Well, Daphne, you've been to that arena. Have mm-hmm. you had the chicken tenders there? They didn't serve food while it was there. Oh. It was like a volunteer only spread. Okay. Yeah, it was not.
4: But you could you see what was available? You didn't even see the food? Oh, okay. You can't even give him, like, a map and say, Jackie, you gotta go there, you gotta go there, you
3: gotta go there. It it is is standard fare at any arena at Chicken Tenders, so uh, I'll be surprised. Yeah, I'm
2: sure you'll get some. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can tell you that across the street, there's a cool little Irish restaurant that has great food. I've eaten there a couple of times. Um, That's if Jackie... Leaves, leaves the, the ar- rink you'd have rink. to leave the you arena
3: <laughs> i will see how yeah. much time i get to actually go somewhere yeah it's, it's it's the grand prix so it's you know there's actually time during during a competition yeah. like that
2: some time now will you be
4: there for the whole grand prix i know there's times you have to leave on that sunday no i'll be there the
3: whole time
2: oh, okay yeah you probably can get a direct flight or yeah to dallas you can yeah yep yep yeah and then it's only 20 minutes it's only 20 minutes from dallas but jackie there's lots of other cool things in dallas
3: which i won't get to see but
2: uh anyway
3: excited for the competition for sure all
2: right well gina can you let folks know where they can find us well, you can find us at our website, it's
4: thisweekinskating.com, on social media, on the site formerly known as Twitter, at thiswkinskating, and then Facebook and Instagram, it's thisweekinskating. We're also on threads, you can email us at
2: thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Jackie for joining us on this episode. Jackie, can you let folks know, if there's anyone in the universe... <laughs> that does not know where to find you, can you (laughs) let them know where they can find you?
3: At Rocker Skating on X slash Twitter on threads and on Instagram. And I guess on Facebook as well, but I, that's a, that's a different platform for me Uh, or www.rockerskating.com.
2: All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. And if you are a fan out there attending skate america be sure to check in with jackie and see if he needs any chicken tenders (laughs) (laughs) thank you With that we've reached the end of our episode thanks for listening i'm daphne and i'm gina you've been listening to this week in skating have a nice week